Warning, the stories you're about to hear are detailed accounts of shenanigans, pranks, and some mistakes that are meant to replicate the sort of discussions that veterans have when they reunite over a cold beverage and do not depict the professional daily actions of the military at large. We hope to make you laugh, but not to disrespect our proud men and women in uniform. Listener discretion is advised. Camo Comedy, where we take a humorous look at the lighter side of military service. We got a big show for you today, but before we jump into it, if you like what we're doing here, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, whatever they call it on your podcasting platform. And while you're at it, give us a five-star rating, write us a review, as that makes us more relevant in the algorithm and boosts the overall visibility of the show. But word-of-mouth advertising is just oh so powerful, so if you tell some friends, I will love you forever. Okay, let's jump into the show. I am your host, Aaron Wolf. Joining us today for the first time is call sign Double Take. Double Take, thanks for being in the studio today, man. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Fuck yeah, man. Also joining us in the studio today, we have a very special show with two guest hosts, is call sign Cheeks. Cheeks, thanks for coming back, man. Always a blast. Hey, spread Cheeks, not hate. I'll just remind everybody in the audience, we put out a new show every single Monday. So, kindly, gently tap that notification bell so you get notified every time we put out a new show. All right, so we got a big show for you today. The first show comes out of the Army Rangers. I think it's our first Army Ranger show that we've had on the show. Yeah. And I love Army Rangers because they've got some pretty crazy stories. Oh, for and sure. we love them for that. So, let me set the table here. So the head guy, we're going to call Alex. Then we have a guy that's a, a Carolina boy, right? He is, uh, you know, more of a rural type, but you can understand him. Now, this comes into play here in a minute, All right. right? We're just, for for short, we're just going to call him Terp. Now, Terp is the short slang term in the military for interpreter. Now, this there is a very hillbilly gentleman we're going to call Skeeter, right? Skeeter. Skeeter, right? This guy is from swamp country in Florida. Like this, and the reason that we have a terp is because nobody can understand what in the fuck Skeeter is saying, except for the other guy that's a little bit more of a southern southern guy, right? He's the, terp. the, the walking, uh, the what are they, it was called the subtitles, walking subtitles? Like the, yes. uh, like the assistant coach and water boy. <laughs> yes, yes. And I can move into the <laughs> So, Alex, he, you know, he's overseeing this group of guys to include the Terp and Skeeter, and he can never understand what the fuck Skeeter is saying. He has to look at the Carolina boy and be like, what the fuck is this guy saying, right? <laughs> so this just became customary for Alex to turn to the, the Carolina boy and say, hey, man, what's Skeeter talking about? I can't understand him because he sounded probably like Boomhauer from King of the Hill, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, but worse, right? Oh. So he's like, bear, 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 bear. so. What would happen is when uh, Alex was interacting with Skeeter, he would always take the Carolina boy along for the ride and just have him interpret. Now, the funniest part of this is that the uh, the Terp would always interpret, but he would say the words that Skeeter was saying in a British accent. Why? Okay? <laughs> just because it was funnier. He's just like, look, man, like, like we're all hillbillies here. You know, the the the, the city boy Alex over here can't understand us. We're going to class it up quite a bit. Yeah, right? so we so take it literally from one extreme of the English language to the other. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like really leaning into this whole thing, right? So 
this is important to understand, right? Now, this gets a little bit confusing, so just understand that this is at play here in the next scenario that we're getting ready to lay out. Now, it's also important to understand what a field training exercise is. So this is where you have military members, they just get in a training environment, they go out into the field, they do maneuvers, they, you know, they they go through scenarios and they're they're basically practicing their craft, right? So the short term for that is FTX, so field training exercise. All right. So these are long and a lot of times multi-day events. They can go, you know, multiple nights where you're staying over in the field, all that kind of stuff like that. It's important to note this because they have just completed a field training exercise and they are coming back after a long time out in the field. So everybody is just tired, right? So they're driving home and they're in like a Ford F-350, something like that. It's got a six-person, you know, cab, and there's a couple guys sitting in in the in the truck bed. And they come up to a four-way stop, right? And uh, they stop, and all of a sudden Alex sees a flash dart into the wood line. Uh-oh. And he's like, What the fuck was that? And then the terp's like, Skater just ran into the wood line, man. Or actually, he says it in a uh, British accent. Bloody hell, Skater just ran into the wood line. <laughs> right. He's like, oh. all right. Somebody hand me a rifle. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck it, we're going to kill him. No, I don't think he jumped to that, but he knows that this guy is a resourceful, feral, hillbilly guy. And he's just like, dude, if he ran into the wood line without saying anything, there's a reason why something is amiss. He's like, oh my God. Okay. So he gets, he gets a rifle and he goes out, he just steps outside the truck. He knows that they're in gator country because this is taking place in Florida. I should also, I should also point out. And he's just like, Skeeter, you've got two seconds and I'm going to light up the wood line. (laughs) Get your feral ass back over here right now. I'm not fucking around. Yes. Right about then, Skeeter comes out of the wood line, ass first, dragging an alligator by the tail, going, Woo! Oh my God. Now, it's important to note this is the part of the story where we find out that Alex is afraid of alligators because he makes a sound that is not flattering. Duh! You know, this kind of thing. And so Skeeter is dragging the alligator back over to the where the the truck was like through this little field so they they were on the roadway there was a little bit of a field and then there was a wood line like swampy marsh something like this skeeter runs in there because he saw an alligator and he was able to wrestle it and then pull it out of the marsh by the tail just to kind of fill in the gaps well, i here. can't imagine it was a big alligator then oh it, it was about five foot Holy it was shit. a it was a big bastard for <laughs> in terms of how alligators go so uh, he gets it over to where the truck is, and he he dives on its head and covers his eyes, and he starts yelling in his own you know unique language, and he's like, Bar! so we'll just for uh, for speed of purpose here, I'm just going to use an accent. That's he's like, fair, yeah. Right, y'all need to get me some duct tape, man. We got to close the we got to close the mouth, man. Get it shut, <laughs> right. <laughs> So Alex is like, dude, get the fuck off of the alligator. What are you doing? He's like, I want to eat a tail. I want to make some boots. <laughs> He's like, we're not doing that, man. Why don't you fucking get off the alligator and we need to get back. He's like, if I get off, man, it's going to bite me. <laughs> He's in too deep at this point. Yeah. Right. So they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? Now, it's also important to note that when they found out that Alex is afraid of alligators, he jumped in the bed of the truck, leaving behind the rifle that happens to be very close to this alligator's so they're a little bit in, in in a quandary. So he's looking at his terp saying, how bad is this, man? He's like, 
well, sir, it's pretty bad, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, we're in a, a bit of a spot right now, right? He's like, uh, if he gets off him, he's going to get bit. He's like, well, do, do alligators, when they bite, uh, do they just bite and run away? He's like, no, they're going to bite and turn. Something's like, they're going to start somersaulting it. and everything and take hunks of skin off. He's like, fuck. All right. So anyway... A long story short, they end up wrestling the alligator, closing its mouth, and they end up having some alligator tail grilled on the grill that night. Hell yeah. So it was a story that ends really well. That's that's some those are some bad dudes, man. <laughs> that's some hillbilly shit. Army Rangers, yeah. man. So another area of bad dudes are our Vietnam vets. Is this our first Vietnam story? This is our first Vietnam story. Oh, that's amazing. So awesome. I'm so glad we're getting different eras in here. Yeah. So these guys, the first dude is in like a major slot, whatever it happened during his his process. He didn't get like field promoted or anything like that, but he's a speed E4. Okay. And he's in a major slot. So he's got- Explain to the audience what you mean by speed So what E4. a speed E4 is essentially is not everybody was always an NCO, right? And you had to right. be infantry in order to be an NCO. And this guy was right on the, the cusp of becoming an E5. Okay. So he's like an E4 team leader essentially. Okay. But he's got a different rank. So he's got like a Chevron on top of the- uh, Gotcha. The, you'll have to Google it to really get into the ins and outs right. of the speed E4s and stuff like that. Well- this guy's in a major slot, which means that he's got a Jeep that he's allowed to take wherever he wants. And he has a driver as well, mm-hmm. right? So something to note is that his driver didn't speak English, okay. but he spoke like Chinese, spoke Vietnamese, and several other languages, just Jesus. not English. <laughs> Everything but. Everything but. So he'd yeah. have to go through like multiple interpreters in order to tell his driver where they're going, right? Oh, God. Well, this particular night, these three guys, you're like, hey, let's go over to the bar over there. They had to drive outside the wire to get to it and whatnot and then they drive over to this vietnamese bar and they they go in but they don't go unarmed right you can't just leave the wire and and go without your weapons right so person a we'll call him pete okay pete has his his 45 and when they get to where they're going he takes his his 45 he's got his little gun belt and he like rustles it up up above (laughs) into his his like armpit area right so he's got his gun belt up here across his tits underneath his armpit because covering up the nipples yeah because you can't bring guns and weapons into the bar right okay but you're not going into the fucking the bar without your gun right not in vietnam not in vietnam not in nam of course not in nam (laughs) well he's got his, his shit all the way tucked up into his armpit right the next guy's got his M16. He stuffs this M16 all the way down into his pants and starts walking in like with a peg leg, right? Oh, God. Because, again, you got to That have, must have looked fucking ridiculous. It, well, they didn't have the, the collapsible stocks that we have right. nowadays either. So this thing- It was thing, a full-length thing. Full length thing. came up like all the way up to his rib cage when he's, he's trying to walk in. Don't worry, guys. I'm just a pirate. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> well, the next dude was, was Billy Badass, or so he thought. He's like, oh, I'll just bring my bayonet and sticks right. it down into his boot, right? Right, right. So they get into the bar. They're having a few warm beers because nothing was cold, but warm beer is better than no beer. Sure. All right. Especially when you're in a war zone in the 60s, 70s. And the bar they had, it didn't, it had windows, but it wasn't like the typical glass window that you would see at our bars. Okay. okay? It's just an opening. Flintstone window. Yeah. It's a Flintstone window. It's just an opening in the, in the rock formation that they have. Okay. (laughs) The rock formation. (laughs) I got a rock formation in my pants, just so you know, and I got a top hat on it. Fuck you. (laughs) So (laughs) they're sitting here in this Flintstone bar. In the middle of Vietnam, drinking their warm beer. One dude's like kicked back because he can't sit upright, all right, because he's got the M16, so he's like reclining in this in this seat. And the other guy's got his Pete. Pete's got his his uh, his gun belt all the way tucked up under his nipples. And uh, all of a sudden, they see a rock flying through the window. Like that's fucking weird. Fuck. The bartender sprints around, grabs this rock, hucks it out the window, and they're like, eh, whatever. They take a drink of their beer. Boom. I don't think that was a rock. 
<laughs> yeah, Pete's yeah. like, did that rock just explode? <laughs> so Pete starts to fumble fuck around with his tits oh, and his gun belt, trying to get his, <laughs> trying oh, to get his gun oh, out. <laughs> Other dude with the M16 is sitting there trying to take his pants off and get his gun out. <laughs> Pete runs over to the window and he sees a, 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 a Viet Cong soldier running away. So they're all fumble fucking around trying to get their stuff out. Yeah. Pete finally gets his his gun belt down around his waist, pulls his forty five out, aims down, click, shit, forgot to load the round. Oh <laughs> shit! Oh shit! So the way he tells the stories later on, the uh, the Vietnamese soldiers went the what do they call them Vietnam uh, regulars? I think is what they called yeah. them. He said that they went and took care of business and they finished their beers and then and then went back to the. <laughs> back to the hooch but that that just cracks me up just throwing fumble. fucking grenades into yeah. my fucking bar shout out to that bartender for having a set yeah no Damn, kidding he could have just impressive. jumped out of that flintstones window and saved himself but he saved the whole motherfucking bar That's good right. for him man too funny also just as a side note shout out to our vietnam guys man i just want to just tell the audience if you ever see a guy walking around with a Viet- vietnam uh, veterans hat on welcome them home say hey welcome home and thank you for your service regardless regardless of what you guys might think of that war uh, a lot of those guys in that area era were not appreciated and they deserve to be they never so got we that can, welcome did they uh-uh. yeah we should uh that, that was one of the things to note is that it was a very contentious time when they were coming home and they never got welcomed home many of them so better late than never welcome and, home gentlemen yeah welcome home vietnam era guys thank you for your service I think Double Take's got the next story, right? Yeah. We're going to jump over to Double Take. All right. So I know that on this show, you guys really love basic training stories. Love basic training stories. this one is actually going to be a little bit personal. I'm going to share one of my own. Okay. All right. (laughs) Now, you are sharing this under your own free will. You are not under distress right now or no no i definitely do not have anything phallic shape pointed at my head (laughs) during this or or two of them happy to share it so anyway so basic training and uh as you guys know you uh you have a lights out there's a certain time your time's not your own where you're going to bed you're not allowed to stay up and do stuff you got to be lights out the only people that are up are the fire guard which are the individuals that uh patrol up and down the bays basically a student leader that gets identified that they have to be on patrol for an hour or two correct correct so to preface i have this kind of weird skill where i can mimic the sound of a crying baby no you can't (laughs) (laughs) oh my god what the fuck Double take on the show, making baby sounds. What? So, yeah. What All right. A very evil talent. Don't misuse that. Oh. I'm going to do that while you're fucking sleeping. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I had done this sound previously, and one of my buddies <laughs> therefore knew that I was able to do it in basic, and he was in the bunk right next to me. Oh. So, it's, it's about maybe 10 minutes after lights out, and he rolls over and he's like, hey, Dude, it'd be really fucking funny if you did your baby cry right now because <laughs> Nothing good nobody's ever expecting that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's military out. basic training. There's no babies around there, so it's yeah. just going to throw everybody off. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, there's no way that this could go wrong. <laughs> Famous no last way words. whatsoever. So then I let out, you know, like a, a five second little baby cry, you know, just like I just <laughs> oh, did. Oh, jeez. And all of a sudden, the lights flick on. <gasps> now, for those listening that may not know, you do not, nor do any of the other trainees, have control over light switches. That is solely something that the drill instructors use during lights on and lights off. Right. So the second that that light came on, 
I went, uh oh. <laughs> oh no. And then promptly oh, followed by a chair flying <laughs> down the bay. Oh. Oh shit. And yeah, it it was bad. So the chair just makes this terrible clatter. Everybody's now wide awake. And oh, I just no. hear from the end of the bay. Who's the fucking baby? <laughs> so I'm just shaking in my bed. Did, you know, no, 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 no. Did your no, friend no, bust no. you out? No, no. Nobody right. said a word. Nobody moved. Thank God. I'm the baby. <laughs> Followed by a second chair that oh, was God. thrown with even more oh. velocity. And I hear... I'm going to fucking kill all of you. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, okay, I have to fess up to this or else everybody's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. But I know that I'm fucked because I had already stayed silent during his first inquiry. Oh. So it's only going to be twice as worse now. Yeah. yeah. The only move right now is just to start feverishly masturbating. <laughs> That's true, to establish your dominance. <laughs> yeah, just be like, fuck it. I like know a, I'm like in trouble. Like a, a fear boner. Let's steer right into it. Yeah. Fear boner. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so I raise my hand with every ounce of will that I can muster because everything in my instincts are telling me to Good just for you, stay man. the fuck quiet yeah. sack up. and to just let somebody else get murdered instead. <laughs> Maybe they won't know it's us. Yeah. Maybe they won't so know it's me. I raise my hand and I feel this forearm just oh, shit. grab that's a bad feeling. or a hand grab my forearm oh and doesn't like yank me out of bed but kind of pulls me closer to him and he gets right in my face and he said do that again <laughs> really? at, at this point i'm just I'm frozen in fear i don't know what's going on and yeah so our drill instructor is can you choke me a little six bit six inches <laughs> is about six inches from my face and now he's being super calm, which is way worse. Yeah, that's Terrifying. way worse. It's, it's way that worse because way I know worse. I know he's already made up his mind of what's going to happen. Yeah. So he, again, he goes, I said, do that again. <laughs> so I start making the cry again. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I feel like you got set up right there. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so yanks me out of bed. I got to get dressed. I have to go down on the spot and talk to the head MTI, the drill instructor in charge oh, of the whole no. building. So, oh, shit. you know, there's multiple flights, multiple groups of basic trainees all in a large, larger dorm. Uh, and there's a group of MTIs, one assigned to each uh, basic training flight. And then there's a head instructor. So people who really do something wrong have to go <laughs> see this head instructor. Right. Uh-oh. So... I am in my PT gear standing in front of this guy maybe 90 <laughs> seconds later. I'm picturing you in a diaper right now. <laughs> that would be fitting. That's true. It would be awesome if you had a boner. <laughs> Just a, 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 a fear erection. Yes. A fear Pointed right erection. at him. In tidy whitey. So I have to explain to him what happened. Right. But as I'm trying to explain it, you know, and I'm trying to do it in a respectful, nice way because I'm terrified of what's going on. Oh, yeah. The MTI from my my dorm interrupts me and says no 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 do it again so i have to proceed to while at attention do another baby cry <laughs> while staring this this master sergeant square in the face uh, <laughs> doesn't I show any refuse. emotion no reaction he just says very funny trainee and the result of this to summarize was i actually got recycled what? and got kicked out of my current flight 
and had to go an entire week back in basic training. So instead of spending the eight weeks, which when I went through is what basic training was, eight weeks, I had to do nine weeks. You were offended. And I had to therefore (laughs) explain to all the other MTIs of the new flight, all of the trainees in that flight. I made it. Why? How did why that go? Because you're like, yeah, I made a baby sound, <laughs> and they got all pissed and made me take a, t- you know, go back a week. I'm pretty sure at the time I just made something up that sounded more normal because yeah. I was just too embarrassed to say that I imitated a baby and got kicked out of training for it. That's probably one of the best ways to get kicked back a week. Yeah, and it's very creative. Yes. It's very creative. Oh, that's awesome. Well done, sir. All right, so I got a uh, army slash. Air Force story here. So this one, this one takes place in Afghanistan, and I'll set the table a little bit for this. So there's uh, there's there's gun trucks, right? And a lot of times they'll go outside the wire, they'll go off base, and they'll do different patrols, right? Now, what's important to note here is there are about three different uh, radio networks that happen. There's there's one network that's local that's inside the truck, and then there's another wider network that is your truck convoy, and then there's one for just the greater area that you're in that's overseen by like a central control center, right? So um, there was an Air Force group that was, uh, you know, operating somewhat close to a, you know, an army convoy, and the army convoy did not know that they were on the wider frequency. They that they just thought that they were on their local truck frequency. Oh, so they were broadcasting Mike. to everyone. Yeah. Yes, they were unbeknownst to them. No way. They were broadcasting to everybody, right? And so like these these patrols can go on for hours and hours and hours and there can be they can be very eventful, but they can also have uh, more regularly they have hours and hours of just uneventful driving and and looking and searching and and that kind of stuff. So these guys were playing the Would You Rather game Fuck over yes. the radio on the wider net, right? Uh, oh and one of the things that they could make out is, would you rather fuck a shark or have ele- elephantiasis of the balls? What was that word you just tried to say? <laughs> elephantiasis. That's not the word. It, it is. is it? I looked it up. I thought it was elephantitis. It's tysis. I reject that. Okay, we'll look it up. (laughs) Elephantisis of the balls, right? Are you harassing me? (laughs) I am so harassing you. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, So everybody was trying to get their attention because, I mean, this is kind of funny and you know where these kinds of things go. Nowhere professional, which is what, you know, the the wider net is for emergencies and that that kind of traffic, not asking, would you like to fuck a shark or anything like that? Um, One of the other things they made out from the same group of guys is they were getting into a fucking fight. Something had happened during the patrol where people were pissed and they're like... You know, they they thought they were just on their local like truck to truck net, and but they were on the wider net again. So they were like, truck on truck. When we get back to the yard, we're fucking you up. And they did. They like they, everybody was back on the yard about the same time. And you guys saw helmets getting slung. You saw oh. fist fight, and they went they there went we to go. town for about like five minutes, and they were fucking them up. So it was pretty funny. Well, the important Sorry. thing to note is answer the question yeah what would you, which would you rather i think i'd rather have a uh, elephantitis of the balls nah fuck that i'm sticking my dick in that shark fuck yeah <laughs> you want shark babies you just like that song baby shark fuck you hell oh yeah God, i'm not gonna think about that all day now do, 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 do. <laughs> baby shark always a penis Thanks for checking out the Camo Comedy Show podcast. If you like what we're doing here and you want to participate in this community, there are many different ways that you can contribute. First and foremost, tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth advertising is very powerful, and we really appreciate you for helping us out. 
If you have any funny military stories of your own or know somebody who does, with their permission, of course, you can contribute those stories via email at stories at camocomedy.com. That's stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at C-A-M-M-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Or if you're not too good at the internet, drop us a voicemail at area code 531-222-6146. That's area code 531-222-6146. That's right. We're giving away our phone number. We want funny military stories from all eras. So if you're not from a generation that's heavily online, we don't want there to be a barrier for participation. We have a lot of big plans for this show and building this community to support veterans. We will announce here soon. So stay tuned. All right. I'm going to go have a nice spicy bullet chili. Later. Yeah, you are a fucking baby, so it fits. Yeah. <laughs> Penis. Fuck you. My t- you said that on the podcast. Right? I did. I did. My tongue is too big for my mouth sometimes. If you could yeah. word better, it'd be great. It'd be great. <laughs> I need. I need to make things laugh. All right.